0: Tape's rolling, guys. It's rolling. <laughs> Time is money. <laughs> Time is money. Ralph, Tape you got is a, expensive. You got a 12-pack of LaCroix. Is that what's right behind you right now? Hey, Greg, <laughs> they don't sell 12-packs of LaCroix or oh. anything like that in sparkling water. It's always eight, which is so dumb. That is silly. Like Why, hate, why not make it 12, that. you know? Like, charge more if you have to. But eight, come on, man. That's like... An hour a can. It's like a work day right there. <laughs> I need some after work as well, you know? So I need but, the four more. You
1: need you need your four after work, absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're not just drinking eight beers for your work day, you're drinking twelve of them in the yeah. same for LaCroix.
0: Come on, LaCroix.
2: We got all these cool flavors like Pumpkin Mousse. That's like worth extra bucks, right?
0: What color is that in can? Like pink. is it pink? <laughs> I just I just call them green cans, white cans, <laughs> purple cans. I don't I don't know what I'm drinking because I can't really taste much.
2: I also I have no idea if it's pink or
3: not.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm gonna take a sip of this uh LaCroix now. It's uh we're not sponsored yet, but
2: Ooh, that was good. That was good.
1: That was Thank a good you. sound. That sounded like the uh, the polar bear drinking the Coca-Cola during Christmas time.
0: Damn, thanks. Damn, are, are you saying it? I could be the next polar bear?
1: Yes, you're the next Coca-Cola polar bear. <laughs> <Okay>. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the job's only seasonal. <laughs> Big fan Yeah, yeah. You,
1: you got about a month. Yeah, December 1st.
0: What are you going <laughs> to do in the off-season, dog? Dude, I don't know what polar bears do in the off-season. Hibernate. Ooh. Ooh. Uh Orlando at uh, the
2: Orlando Magic there stadium, there's a, a hockey team called the Orlando Solar Bears. Ooh. That Ooh. could be your job, dude. You could be the solar bear when you're in the off season.
1: <laughs> What's their drink sponsor? Are they Coca Cola yeah, or they PepsiCo?
2: Oh, I I don't have a good answer for you. Let's go with Coca Cola because it's gotta be Ralph. You know, it's gotta be the same same bear. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Wait, is LaCroix made by Coca Cola? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's
1: not. Well, never mind. You can't do the. You can't be the polar bear anymore. Sorry,
0: Ralph. This has been McCroy Talk with the Secret Jocks Podcast.
1: Yep. <laughs> All right, now that you know it's the Secret Jocks Podcast, welcome Hello. to the Secret Jocks Podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Tyler. We got Ralph, giard
2: Hughes.
3: And we Good got to be Cole. here.
1: Oh, I wasn't done. <laughs>
3: Uh, you know you
2: Jump in the gun dog come on come on
1: you gotta pick one you gotta come pick on. pick one bit
0: no i gotta i gotta do more than one
2: he's a man of many bits you gotta keep up dude <laughs> that's, fair.
0: that's fair uh we also got great
2: what's up everybody
1: and that's it this is the weekend roundup you know how it is it's just us three we're kicking it old school we're talking about it we're rocking it uh before we get into what happened over the weekend uh, we got a little bit of housekeeping here. Um, as always, uh, we're on Apple Podcast, we're on Spotify, it we're sounds. on Twitch, Boom. YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, ZipRecruiter. Um, what I'm trying to MySpace? We're bringing it back. We got some Christian MySpace. Mingle.
0: We got Christian Mingo. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, farmers. On uh,
2: Angie's list. I think we're on there too, right? Ooh, now we're talking. <laughs> we're heavy on
1: the Craigslist community forms. Yeah, Find the, us. We're chatting.
2: The missed connection. That's where you'll see. Sorry, secret chat. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just. Are you listening to our podcast? Please <laughs> no. listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, please leave us a five star review.
3: On-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Leave us a five star review on Apple. <laughs> it helps with the algorithm sends us up the rankings and we'll review your review baby please we would love to review your review Um, and as always you can hit us up at secretjocks at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on uh, Instagram uh, if you want to chat or if you're interested in being on so
0: I gotta get this out so (laughs) you guess we're saying misconnections right yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, long blonde hair green car please wait
3: (laughs) Now we're talking. Nice. Yeah, just random <laughs> people you see on the street.
1: <laughs> Man, with scruffy beard, you were wearing a Kevin Durant jersey. Please check out our podcast and review it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Actually, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, so you know what? Actually, if you see anybody on the street wearing basketball gear, write them a misconnection. Let them know about the podcast and let them know to review us five stars. It helps with the
2: algorithm. Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, let's get let's get into a little basketball. Let's do it. Yes. Uh, not, no games over the weekend because of the All-Star. Uh, one game, there's one game. The one All-Star game. game, dude. The, the one game. <laughs> the one game, but no regular season games. But, you know what? As usual during the All-Star weekend, there is at least one sort of trade or free agent signing and we did get that yesterday. Uh Blake Griffin formerly of Lob City, has now joined the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, He joined Kyrie, KD, James Harden, and reunited with his old lob buddy, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, So that's pretty fun. Um, How do you all feel about that, Greg? What do you think about the signing?
2: I like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Blake Griffin's going to (laughs) do, but I I think it's a good fit. It's a veteran at the very least, but... What role does he play? Is he a three point shooter now? Like, what's that going to do for that team? He's the funny guy.
3: Like, <laughs> Every three... team needs a funny guy. God, a funny guy dude. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Ralph, what do you think about it? Uh, I think it's great because he can just ride the bench and probably win the ring. <laughs> Riding that pine. <laughs> but, but, like you said, you know, like, what does he do nowadays? Like, he's not a very efficient shooter. He's a so so playmaker. He doesn't dunk anymore. Like what does Blake Griffin do on the court? Like you said, being funny, I mean, I guess <laughs> you need that veteran presence in the in the locker room, but I don't know. I, I think he just signed there because his homie's there in DJ, so that's I'm trying to that's get that, that
2: ring, dog. Ring. That's yeah, what he ring. wants. He's gonna get that
0: shit. Kevin God. Durant snaking him to join. I, I respect
1: the move. I mean, I'm into what, it. <laughs> what else is he gonna do? I mean, he could have joined the Blazers. He could have been could have been a, a mellow 2.0, uh, but I think the, it, it makes the most sense for him to join the Nets, get the ring, hang out with his homies, maybe get into the Brooklyn stand-up scene. I think that's probably Ooh. what it's really about. <laughs> I think he's trying to do some like rooftop comedy sets or or something. He just looked at who has the most active. And more realistic comedic scene right now. And you know what? Brooklyn makes sense.
2: I'd say, as long as you don't go to the Lakers, I'm okay with you doing some shit like going to the Nets. You know, the Lakers are the team right now where I'm like, don't you fucking go there, dude. That's a snake ass move. Anywhere else, I'm kind of okay with.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with that too. It, it would have felt like. I mean, even this is a little bit of a cop-out because it's like, this is is a team that'll most likely make the Eastern Conference Finals, if not the NBA Finals, no doubt. They're too fucking good. But at least it's like an Eastern team, right? Like you could have joined the Clippers. You could have joined the Lakers. Like, anybody who's a heavy hitter in the West, it just would have felt like a little bit of a cop-out. But to be joining a super team in the East, it's not something that you really even talk about or has been said in a very long time. So, whatever. I'm fine for it. Like, give give brooklyn their uh their extra vet on the bench and you know see if they make the finals
0: so I was looking at all the comedy clubs around Brooklyn um within I want to say five blocks we have one, two, three, four, five six, eight comedy clubs holy um, fuck dude. so I think he's gonna capitalize on his uh, new career yep. as being a comedian um, like you said, we need, we all need a funny guy.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, every, okay, you know what? Every championship team has a funny guy, right? Cavaliers, funny guy, J.R. Smith, yes, right? He's the funny guy. Uh Lakers win their championship, either JaVale McGee or Jared Dudley, J.D., right? JD, Funny guy, right? When the Blazers win the championship, funny guy, Bill Walton, <laughs> right? Funny guy. So I'm saying if you go through every championship team, there is one certified funny guy on every team. And I think this actually might solidify them in the finals, having a certified funny guy. Locking what about in. the Spurs? Tim Duncan. Yeah, dude, he's low-key hilarious. He, he's,
2: okay, he's the funny yeah. guy?
1: The yeah, he's, he is the funny guy. He's that like kind of stone cold, like, is this funny or do I just not get it? And it's funny and you don't get it.
0: <laughs> Actually I I take that back. I think it's uh Greg Popovich. Have you guys seen oh, the video of funny, him dude. calling over uh Kyle Slomo Anderson? He was like, "Kyle, <laughs> Kyle come here. <laughs> Fuck you." Yeah. yeah,
1: dude. 100%, you're right. Yeah, yeah, great Pop is the funny. Guy.
2: Okay. I'd love one that right when the the first play of the game, they foul Shaq, so they send him to the free throw line and he's just sitting there with thumbs up. so <laughs> sick.
1: Yeah, Pop is funny. He's the funny guy. You're right. Tim Tim Duncan's the runner-up. He's like the uh the the, he hypes him up. He <laughs> warms him up. You know.
0: Yeah, there's some prank. Uh, highlights of uh Tim Duncan somewhere out there.
1: <laughs> Damn,
0: I love it. But let, well, let's let's lock it in. I think Brooklyn Nets, twenty twenty-one champions.
1: Mm, no, no. I'm I'm cutting the bolts on that lock. <laughs> and I'm saying blazers 2021 <laughs> champions damn. let's go it's damn time. time it's anthony simon's time it's uh it's lock baby we'll see we'll see the nets in the finals Pacific standard time yeah it's 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 west coast time baby
2: lakers versus nets who you guys got nets i'm gonna go lakers
0: i'm going nets in lakers. seven lakers and eight but,
1: like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. LeBron's going to buy an extra game. Huh? Nice. Well said, dude. Well said.
3: <laughs> I don't know, man. I
0: think
1: I think the Nets just have too much offense for the Lakers to keep up with. Like, you know, obviously, if they have AD back for the, the finals, which they probably will, it's going to make it a good team. Like, but nobody else can really defend inside. And I don't think the Lakers have a good enough like perimeter presence as far as defensive-wise goes to really be able to stop the Nets. I mean, you have Kyrie, you have Katie, you have James Harden, you have Joe Harris. Uh, fuck, it, Dinwiddie might be back by the finals. Like, they just have so much offensive firepower that I don't think really any defensive – team in the league no matter how fucking good they are can really stop that much like offensive power especially if they're all clicking too
0: absolutely i mean they're on a tear right now without kd Mm -hmm. and uh they are they're just steamrolling i was gonna say bands but steamrolling teams um also they have steve nash they if he needs to play he can suit up dude he's not that old i'll just be like yeah yeah i'll take a three over here Who's going to no, guard gets... a coach, you know, like, you know, Frank. He's going to be the uh, fucking guard him. No,
1: <laughs> I'd like to see that. They should have a coach's game in the all-star Ooh. game, oh. right? All the coaches off. suit up and they play each other.
0: Who Who you guys got?
1: Um. Okay. Ty Lou.
2: is Ty a good one. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: Steve Nash. Like still. Yeah. Like you got to give Steve Nash.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, Luke Walton. Luke Walton, dude, he was he was sick. He was sick. I don't with know. The <laughs> early two thousands <2000s laughs> Lakers. Hell yeah. I don't dude. know,
1: man. he trust was me. I don't trust you on that.
0: Hey, <laughs> cham off in the comments below, everyone. <laughs> That's, they're all they're gonna say like, boo <laughs> with that uh, Dave Luke,
1: Matthews Luke, looking Luke, ass Luke. tattoo. I was yeah, dude. <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. He looks like a fucking... Looks like he works at Quiznos or some shit, dude.
0: <laughs> He's <laughs> the best general manager Quiznos has ever had. No. <laughs>
1: Honestly, shout out Quiznos. They were uh, toasted subs before Subway had that's toasted true. subs. Yeah. they were. That was good. Quiznos. And they have those hamsters in the commercials. <laughs>
0: dude. My mom used to work at Quiznos, and that's where she met my stepdad, and uh, yeah. It was mwah, delicious every night. Yum.
2: Hello, I uh, don't want to know what you're talking about, Ralph. Are you talking about your mom meeting your stepdad or Quiznos right now? I'm talking about <laughs> fucking Quiznos, dog. Mwah, the delicious, Mwah, that part. It I was like, fucking,
0: <laughs> yeah. Quiznos Moles is delicious. Dude, my stepdad rocks. It's
3: yeah,
1: shout out his stepdad. Oh shout out God. Quiznos. <laughs> shout out love in the Quiznos. Yeah, And shout out stepdads. Step shout out dads. stepdads. <laughs>
2: Didn't mean to roast you there, dude. I was just like, the goddamn timing, Ralph. <laughs> <Mwah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah okay another another coach um you want know, uh, doc doc rivers he's gonna put up some buckets
0: i i would say the the current holder for the best uh three-point percentage right now steve kerr
2: Ooh, yeah actually he's a really good answer man
0: that is fair he still shoots man um greg popovich still dribbles the ball stan von gundy um Whoa, Stan he has he has hand handles dude. He yeah, has yeah. handles.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna uh, be the
1: CP3 for that team.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm the coach. That's, yeah. I do want to say though, the reason I chose the Lakers as uh Tyler, you were saying if they click for the Nets, and that's kind of my one thing, whereas like I don't know if I trust them clicking in the pro playoffs where I know LeBron is gonna turn on some shit, you know, and like I don't know. I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but he's absolutely incredible. And, like, he is so good in the playoffs. I just wonder if the Nets are going to be able to pull it together and shit, you know? I mean, okay, here's, here's the thing, though. LeBron is
1: incredible in the playoffs. And AD was incredible in the last playoffs, for sure. But that's two dudes compared to the army of dudes that can get it hot every single night for for the uh for the nets and you know I, there, I know there's a lot of clashing personalities but so far since that team has been assembled with Harden like they have looked so good mm-hmm. like Har- Harden looks like an MVP candidate he's not getting a lot of recognition but he should be up there he is putting up some great numbers and his a sister up too like it, he looks solid I, th- I truly believe that they they really are the team to beat at the end of the day and I know LeBron is LeBron in the playoffs but he also has been bested a ton of times in the playoffs. And just because he is who he is doesn't change the fact that, you know, he has more, what, losses than he does wins. I, I think with a team as good as the Nets, I, I don't know. I don't even know if LeBron can really, like, overcome that.
0: Yeah. I, I think you're forgetting the Lakers' sixth men. The referees. Ooh. <laughs> the referees. Whatever team LeBron's in, he's going to get all the calls, man. Just saying.
1: Very good. Very good. That's true. I forgot about the six man in Los Angeles.
2: So a real quick one, uh, Ralph, because I would put Golden State coming back next year mm-hmm. pretty close to that category uh, of like Nets and Lakers because I think those are the top two. Yeah. Do you think with Clay coming back, they'll be able to compete? Or do you think? Golden State's going to look for another piece to try and go head-to-head
0: with the Nets. I think when Clay comes back, they're still going to be learning, um, a learning curve between all five players, especially Wiseman. I think they're going to keep Ubre and let go of Andrew Wiggins. I'm not sure, but whatever they do in the, the offseason, that's what's going to determine how strong they are this coming year. On paper, the starting five right now, like, you know, if you put Clay, Steph, Ubre, Draymond, and Wiseman, it it looks good, like, on paper, but we don't know how they play together yet. So,
1: you'd put Ubre over Wiggins?
0: Well, uh, there's been a rumor saying that, you know, Ubre is their long term plan, it fits their timeline. As for Andrew Wiggins, I think they would just want to unload that contract. So he, he would probably be one of the first ones to go um, and get someone with an expiring contract, like Oladipo per chain. Like, yeah, actually, nice, dude, that'd be sick.
1: Amazing segue because I was going to throw a wrench in our, uh, in our little uh, outline here and <laughs> talk about uh, a little rumor that I had read since we were on the topic of the Warriors, and especially next year. Uh, there is like he- rumors heating up that the Warriors are interested in Oladipo uh ralph as our warriors reporter you're on the ground you're in the bay how do you feel about that trade and and what would you give up for oladipo and also do you think that it even makes sense for the team um well
0: thank you uh thank you for having me in the show um i i don't know why they're doing that move um yes firepower um but also Oladipo's contract is expiring, so it's easier to unload all that money that Andrew Wiggins is getting so they can get more pieces for the offseason. I think that's why they want to do it, just to get off of that huge contract. But, yeah, as for right now, I don't think Oladipo will be their long-term solution for anything. I mean, he's great. I would love for him to run, like, the second unit, you know. But his heart wants to go to Miami. To the heat so yeah yeah
1: yeah I think the trade would not make a lot of sense I mean other than money wise but fit wise I I don't know I guess if it's just for this season yeah he can slide into that shooting guard role for sure but if they wanted to keep him what do you do you put clay at the three and kind of run the ever undersized team a little bit I, I don't know I don't think it makes sense long term for
2: them yeah. So Wiseman, he's he's planning to be in the starting five for the next probably for the next while, right?
0: Yeah, he is crazy. Their, he's going to be the player they're going to build around. What a good fucking pickup for them, man! That's like a
2: perfect player they need for that system. Is like a big that's starting with Draymond. That's fucking awesome.
1: Yo, yeah, it's it, the it, Bogut it, kind of style. Yeah,
0: goddamn, yeah, absolutely. But he can shoot the three. He can space the floor. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to start looking for because Clay, Dray, and Steph could fit in any system. And I think they're starting to move away from the ball moving system that they had around, you know, 2015, 16, and molding it towards James Wiseman and have had giving him more responsibility basically. And okay. like those three can fit that mold or that, that system. So yeah, I think they're just going to start building around James Wiseman. That that's me. I'm thinking, you know, years mm-hmm. ahead. I'm also thinking, you know, universe brain type of a gameplay. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean that makes sense though. I mean, the like this isn't. I'm not trying to like shade, you know, the Warriors, but you know, Steph is over thirty. Clay is what 29, 30 He's Draymond. Too. He's thirty one. Okay, Draymond's in the same age. Like they're hitting towards. They're about to start the decline from their peaks. Like they had an amazing run obviously Steph can still put up crazy fucking numbers and is the best shooter of all time. Uh, But, you know, as a team and productivity, they are kind of on the, on the decline as far as just the age of a basketball player goes. Uh, So that makes sense building around uh, a talent that is as good as Weissman. It could be kind of like an Embiid style player, Mm -hmm. right? He's big, he's dominant in the paint, but he can also get behind the arc and make you take a second guess I I think you're right, Ralph. I think they're probably going to shy away from kind of that traditional warriors we've seen for the last five years, and and move into more of a centered around a big who is a true big, but also can shoot and build around that in the future.
0: Yeah, and and I think they have you know a huge head start of making this happen, so everything will be cohesive. Because right now, they can be in the playoffs and in contention but obviously they don't have all their pieces or, you know, their pieces meshing together. So to build on that, to build on Wiseman while this is happening still, while they're still relevant, will make it easier for them to build, you know, like even just getting players in to to, to play with Steph and Clay. but ideally it's for Wiseman, you know?
2: The transition of the new era, it already just seems like they're doing it so well, you know, which is like (laughs) awesome to see. But it's like frustrating from a different like team because it's not even it's just the
0: front office is so on their shit over there. You know, it's crazy, man. It's awesome. And like if you look at like the two years before 2015, before they were the Warriors that we all know, they had Monte Ellis which he was the guy of Golden State Warriors before Steph Curry came into the scene and Bogut came to the scene. And everyone hated that move when they traded Ellis for, for Bogut. But mm-hmm. look at him now, you know? It all makes sense.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, dude. I bet, they, I bet they forgot how pissed they were. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah I like, know, right?
2: Not even fucking think about that shit. <laughs> 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 that wasn't me.
1: Yep. Well, I think this is a good time to hear a a little word from our friends here. Hey, how's it going? This is Josh Robbins, and I'm the host of Spinning Out Podcast. What's Spinning Out, you ask? It's a weekly podcast where we talk to musicians, artists, comedians about their favorite albums. A lot of times we'll go way off track and talk about some other wild stuff. Anywho... New episodes drop every Monday wherever you get podcasts. Go find us at our new Patreon, patreon.com slash spinningoutpod. Okay, that's it. Bye! and we're back thank you to our (laughs) friends for speaking to us
0: (laughs) that was a good ad
1: (laughs) wow (laughs) Wow all right well over the weekend over one day in the weekend there was the all-star events uh obviously as you know typically it's a saturday sunday thing they break it up all weekend there's fans there's events there's some fun there's some controversial takes uh, and instead of that, we got one day, we got th- four events, three events, yep. four,
0: four, three, four, four, yeah. four
1: events, four, no fans back to the bubble in Atlanta, which is funny because I thought they picked Atlanta because it was open. So that there would be fans, but then there wasn't, I agree with the move. I don't think there should have been fans there. I just find it interesting that they moved it from Indiana which they could have just had the bubble in Indiana to Atlanta but mm-hmm. that's besides the point uh so I think how it went the day went was the first event was the skills challenge yes sir, and then it rolled into the three-point challenge yep. then we had the all-star game dunk contest at halftime second half of the all-star game bada bing bada boom that's it that's uh it. well let's start with the uh the Skills Challenge, Ralph. You want to walk us through that event?
0: Yeah. So uh, you mean the Taco Bell Skills Challenge? <laughs> I'm sorry, we're not sponsored by Taco Bell. So yeah, Live Moss, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> so the the Skills Challenge, they uh, kind of did it weird. You know, it was it was a first round and the second round. Which the two smaller guys, Chris Paul and uh, Luca? No wait, yeah, Chris Paul and Luca were already in the second round. Which was kind of fucked what? up,
3: huh? You so, got a bye
0: week. I feel I know, like right?
1: I feel like Luca isn't even known to be a great ball handler,
0: right? Uh, no, well he's, he's well, he's a good passer. He's a good passer. Let me let me uh, name the contestants fair. here. We have. Uh, DeMontas Sabonis, Julius Randle, Luka Doncic, Nikola Vucevic, Roko Robert Covington, and uh, Chris Paul. So, like I said, Luka and Chris Paul kind of skip the first round and move immediately to the second round. Um, so it was Sabonis and Randle first round, and then Vooch and Covington for the other match. Which Sabonis moved. Forward to the second round and Vooch move to to play against Chris Paul, which the funny thing is those two bigs actually beat the two point guards um, to fight each other in the finals.
1: Oh, and, shout out! So basically, Chris Paul isn't the point guard or point god. No,
3: Vooch, Vooch is, Vooch is <laughs> the point god.
0: <laughs> Let's go. And I guess this this begs the question is, is basketball moving to a positionless type of sport? Like given that these two big guys beat, you know, the point God and the, the donk, um uh, real quick
2: so i didn't watch any of this shit what do they have to do so before i say that vooch was like didn't he just dribble around some cones and like shoot it through a fucking so, tire so like,
0: the first thing they grab the ball they weave in and out of quote unquote defenders um into a pass right yeah into a pass into like a tiny hole and then grab a ball for a layup or a dunk or whatever they want to do then run all the way back to the uh, the opposing three-point line and to shoot a three-pointer.
2: Oh, shit. Okay, that's kind of
0: – yeah. Yeah, so you do a little bit of everything there. Yeah. Back then, they used to have, like, a couple of bounce passes, but I, I don't know hmm. why they took it off.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think this kind of does show that basketball is moving more into a positionless uh, game because I think last year, like, Jason Tatum won the Skills Challenge, right?
3: Yeah, and half he, court
1: shot, baby. Yeah, yeah, half court shot, and I mean he's a power forward. Like he's he's still considered sort of a big. He kind of floats between that small forward to power forward mm-hmm. realm. But he's not a traditional guard. He's not a guard. He's never been listed as a guard. And I don't know who won before that, but it does feel like there's always some some bigs in the mix, and they are always either in the finals or close to being the finals. Um, I think it it is kind of an indication of like the trend of the NBA moving to where. You know, you could have your center run point like Jokic or like LeBron, who's a small forward. He can play power forward. He can play point. He can play one through five if he needs to. And I think the skills challenge with big starting to win that is kind of proof of that.
0: Totally agree. I, I love that it's just the big that one. Uh, is it Bonus like 6'2? How big is he? Is he really big? Or? Yeah, he's like 6'11. 6'11? Oh, fuck,
1: dude. Yeah, Bonus <laughs> is a big boy. Yeah, he big, doesn't look big that guy. big though. He kind of uh-huh. looks small. I think it's the hair.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it's the hair, dude. Mm-hmm. I think he kind
1: of flattens him out. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Takes a couple <laughs> inches off him.
1: <laughs> uh, he's a he's a Blazers legend by proxy. So yeah, shout shout out to bonus.
2: Uh yeah, I I don't really know how the skills challenge. I definitely think it's more moving in the positionless. Direction for basketball, but the skills challenge is kind of funny to me. I don't know; it just seems like a like a
0: carnival game a little bit, you know. 100 percent. So that's all. Yeah, it's silly as fuck. I don't even know why they do it because you know the the point guard is better than Vooch at dribbling the ball. That's totally, a dude. given. Like, totally. It's just. Oh, then why did why didn't he beat him? Right, <laughs> <Why> <laughs> if he's better happen? at
1: dribbling, passing. Hey, and here, here's
0: my rebuttal. Vooch had a round to practice the course. Oh, that's Chris Paul did not. See, if they had a (laughs) spot
2: where like Chris Paul had to post someone up like Vooch does, like you got to even the playing field. You know, if we're going to do low dribbles like Chris Paul, fucking play to Vooch's skill set. That'd be really funny though to see Chris Paul have to post up a big guy in the paint.
3: He 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 can do it.
1: You just have Taco Fall out there in the paint for everybody. (laughs) You got to post up Taco
3: Fall.
2: yeah it'd be funny like the very last shot you have to like shoot it and then like someone falls into like a dunk contest thing from the carnivals like right when you make the three-pointer someone falls into the fucking dunk tank <laughs> just gotta make a full carnival game <laughs> Oh that would rock i would love that
0: yeah the taco bell skills challenge is a silly thing man it's oh, very they're, silly
2: they're
1: living moss so good for them <laughs> uh so the next up in the day we have the uh the three-point challenge the three-point shot challenge uh arguably in my opinion one of the most exciting events of the day um ralph you got it pulled up
0: yeah yeah i do um we have jalen brown mike conley steph curry zach levine dono mitchell dono that's what i'm calling him jason tatum and uh we all know who won it is yeah your boy
2: your cannons go off let's go
0: i mean what steph steph hit
1: a record what 31, 31 points yeah for, for the first round that last shot of the first round was the cleanest shot i've ever seen in my fucking life like the net didn't even move the ball yeah, just yeah. went purely in he had the perfect amount of english and that ball was through the net no problem
3: yeah
2: uh, I haven't seen the three-point contest yet, so you got to fill me in. What I've picked up didn't it, like. Didn't he go first or something? Didn't he like, or what was the what was the order? Like I heard he kind of started it really fucking hot. Is all I picked up.
0: Yeah, um, I think the the score to beat was twenty-two, um, and his first rack. I think he only made one, and then from there he kind of just steamrolled all the way all the way through. Yeah. He didn't miss any of his like money ball shots, which that's the most crucial rack. Also, they added those two um, Mountain Dew. uh, Oh, the four point shot, right? Yeah. So that helped him. He made one of those for uh, the first round. Also, that's such a silly thing, too. Like, why ruin a formula? Um, But the logo Lillard effect, baby. That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, Mountain Dew, you guys are doing it with the green balls and all. (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay shit
1: yeah I mean I feel like this this contest really like cemented not that there was any question about it but it really cemented Steph being the best shooter in the league like no doubt like he put up 31 in the first round he put up 28 in the second round and made yep. both rounds look effortless effortless uh, Ste- effortless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he looked like a machine. He looked like you were playing 2K out there, you know? Oh, he had the modded controller hitting all the greens and then missing him when people were being a little, you know, skeptical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys seen the robot that they built in Japan that d- mm-hmm. just, like, shoots three-pointers? I feel like that's stuff, man. Damn. Just, like, calculates it, shoots it. But um, I don't know if this is true, but someone said that Steph walked into the locker room and just said, who's coming in second? Just, like, <laughs> gave in, like, a, a Larry Bird type of vibe. Um, I hope it's true because that shit rocks.
2: I do know that, uh, like, Zach Levine was on all the smoke before the All-Star. Like, he was pretty fucking hyped about the three-point contest, you know? Like, I know it wasn't, like, a gimmick contest kind of, like, I don't know. The game was, it was fun. People tried hard, but like it was a little lax and like, they didn't play defense, you know, the 3.1, they were fucking going for it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I feel like the three point and the dunk contest are like the only two. And even, you know, what, even the rising stars challenge, like that, those three events are like the events that you want to watch people try hard mm-hmm. uh, in the all-star. And I think, you know, when people do the three point, they fucking, they go for it because yeah. it matters. Like you Definitely. wanna be you want to be considered the best shooter in the league that season Definitely. and you wanna back it up with the hardware that comes with the three point contest.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say they actually take home the awards with them, which would be pretty sick on a shelf. Like Fuck yes. You're, you're fucking six years old and look at that show look at that trophy right there. That's one <laughs> I wanted to the skills challenge. <laughs> yeah, no one. If, wait, wait. If the Taco Bell the skills
2: challenge or the no, Mountain Dew three point shot.
1: Yeah, the Live Moss <laughs> skills challenge. That trophy lives in the garage. <laughs> you you put up the do the do three point shot in your office. Yeah, you no. put that on your mantle above your fireplace for sure.
0: <laughs> but not the Taco Bell skills challenge. No, that's that's like a joke. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry, Sabonis. I know you're Sorry. a great fan, man.
1: Sorry, Sabonis.
2: I'm glad that Pacers won. I, we're going to get to the dunk contest, but I'm glad they walked away with a victory. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of a team walking away with a victory, Portland Trailblazers
2: 2021
1: <laughs> dunk contest goes a precursor to the 2021 champion. Let's go. Let's we'll talk think, about the dunk contest.
2: I assumed this whole time we did the podcast, this is what you meant by 2021 champs for Portland Trailblazers.
1: <laughs> oh no, this is you know, this is this is just a sign of bigger things to come. This is a step in the right direction.
3: We Got now it, have
1: <laughs> two dunk champions on our team. Does anybody else does anybody else in the league have two dunk champions on their team right now? The answer is no. <laughs>
2: so
0: who, who's the other one
1: derrick jones jr oh, oh DJ. yeah oh yeah,
3: yeah. he's
0: we a miami like, heat player to me in my head like yeah that's that that's heat. where he won it so to me that's heat dude i'm sorry see here's the thing
1: he probably brought the hardware to portland it's probably in his portland home
2: you know who Therefore, you are sorry huh. Oh, go for it. Tell me who I I am. Fucking Cousins, if Cousins won the ring on the Lakers, and if he was bragging about that shit all the time, he was like, yeah, dude, I fucking got a ring, man. Because didn't he get a ring on the Lakers and he got traded and didn't even do anything the second
0: half of the season? I don't think the Lakers gave him a ring.
1: They gave him a ring. They they did? Yeah,
0: they gave him a ring. Did he take it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I <laughs> wouldn't you? Oh, Okay, You, you okay. gotta take it. You gotta take it. Oh man. I, I wouldn't if, like I wouldn't brag about it. Yeah, if you would fuck everyone I got a ring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he took it. He, he's a champion. Let's go. Just like Derek Jones Jr., Portland Trailblazers, uh dunk champion.
2: Unbelievable. No, Just- dude. Fuck that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well let's talk about the dunk contest. So it was Cassius Stanley. We had Anthony Simons, and we had uh, Obi Toppin. Uh, The rules are a little bit different this year. They had two dunks in the first round, plus there was far less people competing. And then they would score them, right? And then the top two people would advance to the second round. And the second round, they only had one dunk each. And instead of scoring that dunk, the judges would just pick who they thought was better. Yeah. and whoever had the most votes would win. Because
0: uh, uh, D Wade fucked it up last yeah, year. Yeah, D
1: Wade really fucked it he up.
0: Did. Yeah, he did, man.
1: <laughs> uh, so what? So, uh, Cassius Stanley got eliminated in the first round. So it was Obi Thompson and Anthony Simons. Um, at the end of the day, Anthony Simons, Portland Trailblazers legend, 2021 champion, <laughs> <laughs> won the won the dunk contest. Um. How do y'all feel about how it went in general? Ralph, you want to go?
3: Um
0: the cool thing about Cassius Stanley is uh he's from our uh our favorite team, the the Mad Ants. Let's
3: uh, go, dude. Fuck so you. Yeah. He,
0: he got pulled from the Mad Ants to participate <laughs> in this slam dunk contest. Damn, that rocks. <laughs> he had zero dunks prior to dunking um in the contest. And uh I don't know. Like, if if I was to rate all all of them, I think Obi, Top, Obi Toppin had the coolest dunk. I wouldn't say, like, the best, but the coolest one. His first dunk was between the legs. No, wait. He bounced it and then between the legs into, like, a reverse, which is super sick. Yeah, uh, that one was sick. It It was a fast-paced, like, slam dunk contest. Which is awesome because throughout the years it's getting more boring every year. I feel like we're seeing the same dunks. Like the last time that it wowed people was when Zach Levine was dunking. Like him and Aaron Gordon's like duel was like kind of like the apex of things, and everything's going down now. Um, so I like that it was fast paced. Uh, I think Anthony Simons with that last dunk was kind of. It was all right. He didn't really kiss the rim. It was close to it. I mean, he got up there. He he got up there. It was sick. He blew a kiss, but he didn't kiss the rim. I mean, would you, okay, here's,
1: would you rather have him potentially broken his fucking teeth to try to kiss a rim, like running at it? Or would you rather see him get up there, like high enough for a small
0: guy? I mean, people do that inside games, you know? I'm just saying kiss the actual rim when have oh, no, you ever seen the rim kiss the i'm like rim <laughs> like jump over when their head is like above the the hoop you know for sure i'm talking about a 6'2 guy like getting up that high no it, it was impressive but he didn't kiss it <laughs> i
1: i would say i would give it to okay i'm putting bias aside here i would give it to anthony over Obi Toppin for his dunk in the final because his dunk was basically Zach Levine's from the line between the absolutely yep between the legs but then three feet closer to the actual rim than Zach Levine. At least there was a little more originality from mm-hmm. from Anthony Simons. And Anthony didn't miss a single dunk the whole time.
0: I think he played it safe and that's how he won. That's fair. It, I mean was, it, oh, it was smart. Like it was a smart move because he was like the last dunker right yeah for that one yeah. so he like i saw these guys fucking miss dude i'm just gonna do this yeah
1: <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like, like as happy as i am that anthony won it was kind of a boring dunk contest like mm-hmm. and no one really did anything that cool i'm kind of sick of seeing people do like throwback dunks yeah, for their dude. own dunk like it's an easy, it's an easy get for the old judges. Like, of course they're gonna love that. But I don't know. I want to see some more originality. I want to see more people jumping over cars. Oh you know, yeah, like I want to see more people, be- yeah. I want to see more of that shit. I want to see some more theatrics. Like that's what it did like from Anthony in the first round was that he put the the basketball at that 12 foot mark, right? Yeah, and he dunked, he yeah. got up, he dunked that, put it in there. That was cool. That was a little more original, but there's not enough of it enough of that from everyone i think and i'm so sick of seeing the fucking throwback jersey and doing a throwback dunk
2: it's so funny i actually feel the exact opposite about that man like if you're gonna recreate like a big dunk like that's kind of cool to me you know like and also i would rather someone do a super mean one-handed fucking slam where he's just like aggressive as fuck and like throws it at the rim than some really creative, stupid 360 between the legs thing that's really technical. I don't know. That shit, it's like on a skateboard. Like, I would much rather see someone kick flip a huge gap than do like a fucking 540 flip down it. Because when you do too much, it kind of takes away from the style of it, you know? In my opinion, I just want it to be like aggressive as fucking. Just, yeah, <laughs> that's the cool part of it.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you're saying a kickflip down, like, a, a set of six stairs is cooler than a 360 flip down a six set? Well, when you're doing too
2: much, it just loses the style of it, you know? Like, I think when you kind of slow down, like, with these dunks, you, you can do it a lot cooler. Like, everybody's everybody's trying to do the new creative thing, and they've done a lot of the stuff, you know? Like, they're coming up with these throwback dunks and shit. Like, I don't know, just do, like, a really mean, like backscratcher or something you know like if you do it really cool and you do it like with a lot of flair and aggression I think that people would still react really well to a dunk like that
1: I mean I think there's a good balance of like pushing the limits and creating something new but also still having that sense of like old school flair and passion and ferocity about it I for me like I would be so bummed if every single year somebody did a back scratcher from the fucking like free throw line like I I just think like at some point you can only watch so much of the same thing over and over and over and you want some sort of you know advancement in the Mm -hmm. in the dunk contest like yeah I think sometimes people are trying a little too much but I think at at some point you also got to do something different or else the event is just going to be boring and totally. it's going to be this, the, the same thing every year. And it's like, as much as a cool traditional dunk, it, it is fun to see in the dunk contest. You can also see that in game. Like this is a situation where you want to see things that you don't see in a game. That's a little more flashy.
2: Totally. Um, like my favorite two dunks that whole night, they are both Anthony Simons. I thought that one where he grabbed it off the small hoop, I thought that was like sick as shit, dude. Like that is so high to have to jump up there. And he's a small guy. I love that totally and then when he did that throwback thing like the dunk was kind of cool but the way he threw it down so fucking hard to me i was like every other dunk is going in the hoop really weak like if you're gonna fucking do it just chuck it in there as hard as you can like that that was mean as hell and to me that those are my two favorite um yeah i don't know um i just want if you're gonna do it just fucking do it with aggression that's fucking sick
1: here's my controversial take on this dunk contest. I would have rather seen Anthony Simons and Cassius Stanley go head-to-head at the end than I would have seen Anthony Simons and Obi Toppin. Like, Obi Toppin's a great dunker, but I thought most of the shit he was trying to do was kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Like, his first dunk was probably one of the best dunks of the night, and that was sweet. But everything else just wasn't that interesting, and it's like, okay, I get it, great, you're big, you can get up there but he didn't do anything to push the limits. It was cooler to see Anthony, he's a small guy, get up there and Cassius Stanley, like his vertical was fucking nuts too. Yeah. Like it would have been way more fun to see them go head to head than it would have been like what we got.
0: You know, my, my favorite dunk not of the night of the slam dunk contest in general was when uh JaVale McGee brought two hoops out. And that alone is fucking you're talking about originality, you know. Mm. Like, I I don't think they had the budget or the time to do to be more original. Um, you know, they, I'm I'm sure Anthony would have jumped over a Kia a 2021 yeah. Kia Sorento. Uh, I want to see an old. School. I want to
3: see. I
1: want to see like a right, Kia bro. Soul from like
0: Thank 2008. <laughs> no, I want
1: to
2: see new. A new, no it's I don't monsters anyone. inside. Yeah, I want to be original. <laughs>
0: Dude, that'd be sick. But yeah, yeah, it, I don't think they have the time or the money That's this fair. year. Um That's which fair. is fair. Um I'm sure they wanted to be more bougie about their dunks. Um but you know, you gotta work with what you have. Um it's uh it's not as cool as a three point contest, but it's cooler than the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to
2: kind of back up the thing I was saying about the the dunk thing just a little bit for Casha Stanley, cause like I I don't know I'm not trying to talk shit on a dude like but you gotta kind of like the second dunk he ended up not making it a couple times, and then he just went for a normal dunk that did look cool, but you kind of got to ride or die with that dunk you have planned, you know, and if you don't get it, then it's just kind of what happens, you know. I don't know that was just like. It was a yeah, it was a moment on a big stage that was a little hard to watch. Like he did a good job with it, but that, did you guys see that at all, or what did you guys feel about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you got to do what you got to do to move on. But I, I think I would have liked to see him take that very last attempt mm-hmm. that he had and, and nail that dunk. I think he's a young dude. He's a rookie. He just got out of the G League. I understand why he. He went for what he went, but I, I agree. He should have stuck with his original plan and tried to nail it that last attempt. And a little disappointing to see him cop out, but he's a young kid. He'll figure totally. it out. I mean, he this isn't his one and only dunk contest. That kid has skills, so he'll definitely be there again.
0: Next year. Next year.
1: They should honestly, those three should run it back next year when there's like more budget. More budget, a <laughs> little less parameters. They get more attempts at everything because i think all of them are very skilled at what they do and i think they could put on a really good show if they were given the time to do so
2: all right a slam ball dunk contest just a little (laughs) fucking trampoline right in front of that hoop
1: (laughs) who do you think is going to be the first player to do a front flip dunk
0: like without a without a trampoline trampoline? yeah (laughs) i
2: was thinking just fucking with the trampoline this big ass dude flipping's pretty yeah. funny <laughs>
1: i'd say jaw i feel like jaw could probably do it but i would highly uh, recommend him not doing it
0: <laughs> he's so reckless when in, in the air i know um someone that has like like very slender athletic could jump higher than 40 inches edwards like
2: it. cp3 I feel like Edwards would go for it. He'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna have to do a front flip right now."
1: <laughs> Edwards, Edwards, like dunk contest would just be him bodying the biggest people he can. <laughs> Dude,
0: <laughs> I was thinking, what if like the dunkers just like, "Hey, I brought this defender right here, like the the candidate for the, the defensive player of the year." So it's just like, I'm gonna dunk over this guy. He's gonna
1: play full defense on me and I'm getting it in. He gets picked up from the three-point
2: line Fuck. <laughs> dude, I thought for a minute you were gonna be like, I'm gonna call my dad here and like pretend like you're gonna dunk over him and then just body the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, like, what if I just, just body t- It would have been all 50s. Did. Yeah, if he
1: just bodied his dad. <laughs> 50 points.
2: Oh, oh shit, that's body so his
1: old man. <laughs> all right well okay okay i think we're running long let's get into the let's get into the all-star game uh team lebron first team KD. katie katie's team looked like a bunch of scrubs compared to scrubs. lebron's uh let's be honest there was so much talent on the court that sunday but it really was the Steph at damian willard show
0: i don't know dude you just said his name let's let's be Giannis. Oh Man. come on! Uh, okay, come on. whatever. That was good. A, that was good. Okay, thank, was you, good. Thank, you. thank you. Scrolling
1: Instagram today, how many Giannis highlights from the All Star game did you see?
0: Um, before the highlight or the the All Star game started, a ton. When he's just like, oh, "Who's starting?" <laughs> Yeah. Okay. The only okay. That's the only Giannis.
1: The only Giannis highlight I saw from the All Star game scrolling today was him breakdancing in front of Jokic and Jokic looking bummed that he was just <laughs> there in the first place. Uh, but other than that, no, zero. Man, I I it's... haven't seen a single clip from Giannis, even though he's the he was the MVP of the game. Shot what sixteen for sixteen? Didn't miss a mm, shot. So respect sick. to him. Good respect. for him but it was the fucking dame and steph show yes sir. no doubt i agree um this they is the
0: collaboration hit. that we wanted to see and it, we saw this is it.
1: the this is the secret jocks collab this was the handshake <laughs> in the middle
0: yep but uh, dude it was sick like they knew when to shoot they knew like when dame's last shot steph was already waving he was, he was ready to get off the court already and splash. It's crazy. Those man, guys I have got, unlimited range, man. I got to say, big respect
1: to Dame. Doesn't matter the team. Doesn't matter the game. Last two minutes,
0: always Dame time. Yeah, dude. He wears that TSO in his hand. Yup. I'm just name dropping all the brands Love I it, can, man. man. Just one, one of these days, they'll hear and be like, yeah. This sure. for you. This is a 2021 Kia Sorento. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Greg, how'd you feel about the uh, the all-star game? Vooch was on KD's team, right?
2: I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Vooch was just, he, he wasn't even anything to watch. Like, he was, uh, he was just a role player. It was it was fun. He made a three-pointer. That was sick. Hey. Uh, but I do agree. It was the the Steph Dame show. I think Dame, the very end, that shit was like kind of jaw-dropping, to be honest, because it was... Uh, like 13 maybe they're down 12 like it was like the last 20 points that team lebron had to get you could tell that kd's team kind of like knuckled down and was like all right we're gonna fucking try we're gonna play some defense and their game plan was give the ball to dame and steph and have it shoot have them shoot farther than the defense will go out like (laughs) that's brutal man like that's fucking nuts um, yeah. and Dame made like three in a row and then got the game winner like like if you go back the possessions like he literally got like the last ten points or some shit it was nuts yeah
1: you love to see it I mean just him hitting that last shot from basically half court hitting the Dame time fucking he got Steph by the bench like I'm waving goodbye right? and I think the cherry on top was Paul George Finally admitting, that's a good shot. That was, yeah. That's awesome. Out of the whole All-Star weekend, doesn't matter who the MVP was, we got an apology from Paul George in admitting that <laughs> Damian Lillard is a good shot. <clears throat> well,
0: I do have a conspiracy, though. Hear me out, guys. Okay. So okay. LeBron only scored four points. Now, everyone on his team are playing for... The, the playoffs, right? All of them are contenders. All of them are really good. He tired all of them out on a meaningless game while he sits on the bench, reaping the benefits of him. Like, yeah, I picked the, the, the better team. That's big brain shit right there, dude. Like, he, was, he was having fun. I get that. He had, I think, four assists. But, you know, just passing a ball, he's, he dunked once. But everyone else, you know, Giannis, Steph, Dame, Paul George, uh, CP3, all all those guys are probably tired now. They're super tired, super sore. You see Steph and Chris Paul Duncan, they don't do that normally. So I think the real winner here besides Team LeBron is LeBron himself.
1: Yo,
3: mm-hmm. hey, I'm
1: going to take your theory a step further. He wasn't mm-hmm. just trying to tire them out. He's actually going for executive of the year, a hardware trophy that he's never won. He put (laughs) together the best NBA team of all time, the greatest talent, and they won the game convincingly. And he didn't even have to fucking play. Consider the GOAT. He's considering himself the GOAT, and he didn't even have to play. And he put together a team that wiped the floor of the other top talent in the nba executive of the year sorry rob polenta you're fucking out you (laughs) lost your job we're getting a player gm not a player coach anymore uh lebron executive of the year in first place because of the all-star game big brain shit that's what he was doing and he's gonna win the playoffs because he tied everyone else out like ralph said dude he broke the bench he pulled a jared dudley let's go
0: That's very smart of LeBron, man. He was thinking he was playing D12 chess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, but it, it was fun, dude. It's it's awesome seeing Steph and Dame just shooting from deep um, with no remorse. I love seeing that alley oop from Chris Paul. Oh, Steph, so out of nowhere, and then. Return to favor right back and CP three barely getting up there. Um, it, it was fun. Uh, uh, Katie's team was very uh, bleh. like is that's an understatement really or an overstatement? But yeah, LeBron's team. If you look at all the highlights, that's all you see the yellow jersey. Which, by the way, <clears throat> let me uh move on to this subject really quick. The jersey jersey selection this year. They look like they're just like tank tops. I hated how they look. Well, they're supposed
1: to be for Indiana. They look like like fucking NASCAR 500 or <laughs> Indy 500 shit. I, they just recycled where it was supposed to be. It, it looked That's like doo-doo, dumb, though.
0: Dude, they're, they're a billion-dollar corporation. Yeah, I agree. With the you, NBA.
2: Dude, like, you have
1: to, have to cut out. costs.
0: That's yeah. how they stay that rich. But it just
2: looked like shit.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. Like, you use Magic City's font. I don't know, dude. Like, totally, do dude. something cool. Yeah, what if you're going to use
1: Magic City's font, at least put Lemon Pepper Lou in there. Dude,
0: or just <laughs> just have Lemon Pepper all over the jersey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, why did LeBron not play? Did he just choose not to? Or is it like KD? KD, was he hurt? Why did he not play? Yeah, he's hurt. He's hurt? I mean, yeah. Or, well, not fully. He took the weekend off. That's such bullshit, dude. So both captains just didn't want to play. Like, sorry, hey, LeBron
3: played, <laughs> because, but he,
2: but he, he rode the bench. He pulled yeah. the Jared Dudley. He, he was, was jogging. Move, he dude. wasn't running. That's for that sure. That was a power move for sure.
1: Uh, okay, everybody's favorite moment in the All Star game.
2: Greg, you got one? Um, I think the uh, Steph Dame the half court thing back and forth uh whoever whoever shot at second that's the one where i was more like how the fuck are you gonna match that first shot that's awesome uh was it
1: uh, yeah i think it was steph when he came off of that, that yeah screen. i was like, how the, the screen, fuck yeah. dude
2: you know because dames was incredible and then like to come down and do that at like next play is like you guys are nuts <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ralph, what's your favorite moment
0: my favorite moment it involves the two dame and Steph, but dame is in the bench uh, on the bench um so Steph got it in the right corner from Jokic that was underneath the basket. He shot it up and turned around immediately, like a no-look three-point. And then they panned to Dame's face. And imagine Michael Scott from The Office, like, that's realizing something. That, that was Dame's face, like, what? What's <laughs> happening? And uh, I, I thought that was cool. Uh, I don't know, there's a lot of good moments there be- between the two. The dunk was pretty cool. Um, the fast break when Steph stole the ball, tossed it to LeBron, LeBron bounced it uh, to Gobert. That one's pretty sick. Um, uh, just uh, yeah, the yellow jerseys won. Hell yeah.
1: Um, I don't know, I think my my favorite is like the photo of LeBron doing his chalk toss and then Steph <laughs> <Just> looking, looking. <laughs> up with that big grin. Like, I love that. It's so fun. It was so cool to see like Steph and LeBron finally play together. But then I think my other moment was like just all the alley-oops from the guards. Like I, Steph, Steph put in an alley-oop. CP3 put in an alley-oop. Dane put in an alley-oop. It was so fun to see those small guys get up there always a fun part of the all-star game. Uh, and then, you know what? Also Steph hitting the wave goodbye. That was sick. (laughs) That was a good move. (laughs) Good respect. I think at the end of the day, seeing the respect between Dame and, and, uh, Steph in the same backcourt was really fun to see. Definitely.
2: I do want to give a shout out though to uh didn't LeBron like throw hard shade at the Jazz and was like sorry we just never picked you guys in NBA jams. <laughs> yeah. And then Rudy Gobert wore that NBA jams shirt of the Jazz. Yeah, that, during this like pretty-
1: stream the next
2: night. Yeah. That was pretty sick. Like that was a cool back and forth that came from this All-Star game.
1: Pretty cool thing of LeBron to say. Yeah. <laughs> he was just saying what we were all thinking. I love it. But it's true
0: though. <laughs> There's some truth to that, you know.
1: Yep. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our uh, All-Star Weekend recap here. Uh, Ralph, you got anything you want to plug?
0: Yeah, today is International Women's Day. Um, So to all the women out there, big ups, respect, keep doing you. Um, And that's my plug. So if you're on Instagram, it's at women. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like all the photos but for real, it's international women's day they deserve more than just a day
2: absolutely so, Yeah. oh yeah
1: absolutely uh, Def- definitely back that greg what you got
2: well my plug is not as meaningful but i'm gonna plug spritza my girlfriend <laughs> works at this drink company and <laughs> she gave me some free drinks and they're delicious so spritza Media, that, I like that. Yeah, thank is, you. Is
0: that a two thousand twenty-one uh, spritzer Sorrento? <laughs> <Spritza> <laughs> Sorrento. Yeah, Hell
1: yeah! That that is a, that's a good bit. I like yeah, it's it. That's a spicy meatball there, Ralph. <laughs> um, I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug a little personal thing here. Okay. Uh, I started a new Instagram called The Cocktail Jerk. A playoff the Soda Jerk. Okay. Uh, I've gotten really into making drinks because I can't go to bars because of COVID. Uh, so I'm just kind of posting recipes that I've learned or either come up with as well. Uh, so check it out. If you're interested in learning anything from someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, so, yeah. At the cocktail jerk. Um, as always, you can hit us up on Instagram at secret jocks, same as Twitter uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're on Spotify, LinkedIn, uh, MySpace, ZipRecruiter, uh, Zynga, the blog site. Uh, <laughs> Ralph, you got something here.
0: Yeah, I want to plug this uh, Friday's episode. We have Clayton Stevens from the band Touche Amore. Bam, 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 bam. Entry, talking yoop, yoop, with yoop. us about the Clippers. Our first Clippers uh, fan.
1: is going to be fun.
0: First nice. Clippers fan in general. so uh, <laughs> Ever. The, the ever. first Clippers fan ever. <laughs> so, yeah, stay tuned for uh, Friday's episode.
1: Yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh, looking forward to having him. Um, as always, hit us up at secretjocks at gmail.com or slide into any of our DMs, Twitter, or Instagram, or whatever, if you're interested in being on the podcast or just have a topic that you want to talk about um yeah so we'll see you this uh Friday bye
0: yeah. right, have a good day